Luke. Let's open our Bibles to the book of Luke. Sorry, Acts chapter 17. Acts chapter 17. I read from verse 22. Then Paul stood in the midst of Then Paul stood in the midst of Aeropagus and said, Men of Athens, I perceive that all that in all things you are very religious. For as I was passing through and considering the objects of your worship, I even found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God. Therefore, the one whom you worship without knowing him, I proclaim to you. God who made the, the world and everything in it, since he is the Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in temples made with hands, nor is he worshipped with men, with men's hands, as, as though he indeed he needed anything, since he gives to all life breath, and all things. And he has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell in all the face of the earth and has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings so that they should seek the Lord in the hope that they might grope for him and find him, though though he is not far from each one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being, as also some of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. Therefore, since we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the divine nature is like gold or silver or stone, something shaped by art, and man's devising. Truly these times of ignorance God, God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent. Because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by, by, the, will, by the man whom he has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. Could you read from verse 22 to 28? Paulo na imirira wakatimu alio pago na agamanti. Abasajja basene mbalavye mubionanga mutia nyova luvale. Kubanga bwe mbadde mpita nentunulira bye musinza era nensanga ekyoto ekyawandikibwako nti kya katonda atategerwa kale kimusinza nga temu temukitegeera nzi kyemba bulira 
Katonda eyakolensi nebirimu byonna oyokubanga ye mukama oweguru nensi tabera mu masabo agakolebwa ne mikono so tawerezebwa mikono ja abantu ngayeta ngeyeta age chintu kubanga oyiye abawabonna obulamu nokusomoka nebyonna yakola okuva muomu buli gwanga eri abantu okutulanga kunsi enjuizo na boyalagira naya ulamu ebirone nsalo ezokutula kwabwe banonyenga katonda poziba wa mante okumulaba nanko badenga tali wala wabuli muntu wabuli omu kufe kubanga moyo tubabalamu tutambula tuberawo ngaba mu abewa mmwe abayiya bwe bagamba anti kubanga era tuliza delie kale bwe tuliza delia katonda techitugwanira kuloza anti katonda afana na zabo bafeza obajinja o ebyo kebwa ebyo lebwa nobwa nobukabakababwa namagezi gabantu namagezi gazi Namagis Gavantu, Senor Catano. Verse twenty nine. Therefore, since we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the divine nature is like gold or silver or stone. Tishiguani, a Kuruzang, and Catona, Fanana Zabu, over Fez, over Ginger. Something shaped by art and man's. Devising. Father, bless your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. Paul Paolo. has committed himself to serving the Lord. God has seen the, the zeal in Paul's life. The commitment that Paul has. And he says, if I get this man, the gospel will advance even much more. Yes, God had others, like Peter at that time, but some of them were limited by some of their culture, some of them their upbringing. A man like Peter, God used a vision to speak to him that he should go and pray for a Gentile and that that Gentile ought to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Peter was a bit slow in adjusting even from his culture as a Jew. But Paul comes on. He surrenders completely to God. He goes all the way. He's not limited by anything. And here, he moves in Athens. And it's like, I was moving around. And I saw that you people are religious. Hallelujah. Number one, I believe that God even today is looking for people that he will indwell and work through. People that will proclaim the gospel. People that will make God known to those who don't know him. And even to those who seem to be knowing him, but they know him in a wrong way. 
praise the Lord. So Paul says, Agamba. I this same God that you do not know is the God that I've come to proclaim Ye to you. Amen. Amen. And he says, God who made the world and everything in it, since he is the Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in temples made with hands. No, is he worshipped with man's hands as though he needed anything since he gives to all life breath and all things. Paul wants to help the people to know God a God that indwells them a God that dwells in them not only the God that they go to worship in the temple and after they finish they live in their own world they do their own things the whole week someone focuses on their own things worships other things pursues other things and then on a Sunday or a Saturday or Sabbath as you may call it then they go to a temple to worship God. Hallelujah. Paul is reintroducing the God of heaven, the God that created everything, and that this God is worth pursuing, worth following. Amen. In verse 26, he says, and he has made from one blood every nation of man to dwell on all the face of the earth and has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings. Amen. Amen. God planned, determined where a man should live, where a man should dwell. He determined the nation where they should be, what they should be called. He determined our skin color. He determined the language that we speak. Hallelujah. And in knowing all this, this causes you to humble yourself appreciate no what God made of you. Where God placed you. Where God planted you. Hallelujah. Amen. You are where God planted you. That causes you to tap into the purposes of God. You flow according to God's will and according to God's purposes. Hallelujah. There is a way God services, let me use that word, mm. services, provides, takes care of that which is in his perfect will. Perfect place. Hallelujah. Amen. That if you ought to be in Uganda, and that is where he determined, he determined your boundaries where to operate from. And he planted there and you operate the way you ought to operate. At the end of it all, you will flourish. You will flourish. You will succeed according to him. The life that succeeds 
Where God has planted them is a life that pursues him. It's a life that focuses on him. It's a life whose mind is stayed on him. In verse 27, the Bible says, so that they should seek the Lord in the hope that they might grope for him and find him. Though he is not far from each one of them. So why does he place us in the different places? Why does he create nations? So that nations can seek him, desire him, long for him. What we see is nations pursuing the agenda of the enemy. We see nations influenced by the devil. We see people pursuing things that are orchestrated by the devil. The desires of the world, the cares of the world, the pressure of the world. We see many people, even those in church, who may not know that they are being influenced according to the desires of the world, but we see people pursuing things minus God. Minus God. Pursuing success. Pursuing peace. Pursuing health. Minus God. Minus that desire for God. So the Bible is saying so that they may seek Him so that they may grope for him, yearn for him, desire for him. In other words, believers, and not only believers, because believers of the word believing comes in later when man had rebelled. But the man that God created in the beginning, he created him in his image and in his likeness. So man was created for the sake of worshipping God, looking to God, pursuing God, following God, doing the will of God. When sin came in, when the devil came in, he influenced man away from God. So man began to follow the will of the flesh. Hallelujah. Amen. The will of the flesh. So Paul is now moving in this place called Athens. He sees people who are religious, but they are far from the true God. People who are religious, but their hearts are far from God. They do not know him. The church of today, the church of today creates a fear. Are we religious? Have we become religious? Doing all the religious things. But when our hearts are far from God. When there is no constant pursuit for God. Hallelujah. You can be in church. You can worship. You can pray. You can minister. You can do so many things. But when our hearts are far from God. These people. While they listen even to Paul, later on there are those that believe, but they're 
many that said no, this is nothing. This is nothing. But these were religious. These were religious people. But they were not pursuing the true God. Praise the Lord. Jeremiah chapter 2. Jeremiah chapter 2 verse 1. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Go and cry in the hearing of Jerusalem saying, Thus saith the Lord. Listen to this. Verse 2. Go and cry in the hearing of Jerusalem saying, Thus saith the Lord. I remember you. The kindness of your youth. The love of your betrothal. When you went after me in the wilderness. In a land not sown. This is God speaking. And he says, I remember you. I remember you. The kindness of your youth. The love of your betrothal. When you went after me. In the wilderness. In a land not sown. You read this. And you begin to ask yourself, could it be Africa and Uganda was looked at as a praying nation? People who are religious, people who pursue God, people who are hungry for God, people who want God. But could it be that it was because of our wilderness? Our wilderness. The woes that we have faced. The challenges we've gone through. The famine. The diseases. When there was nothing. That there is that heart to pray. People spending hours and hours in church. People spending nights in the church. Fasting. Seeking the face of God. Could it be that it was because of the circumstances? But after we've been blessed. After we've gotten our marriages. After we've gotten our children. After we've gotten our jobs. What happens next? I'm so busy. I don't have time for church. We get so many excuses. The children, my wife, my husband, my job, this and the other. And God says, wait a minute, I remember you. I remember you. The kindness of your youth, the love of your betrothal. When you went after me in the wilderness, there is a wilderness that causes man to pursue God. Could it be that Europe 
Europe got more and more blessed Do not forget me. Ladies and gentlemen, we live in a time now where we see development going on. Uganda is no longer what we were many years ago. Yes, there could be challenges that people could be seeing, but we are much better than what we were before. When you look at our economy, when you look at our GDP, when you look at our roads, when you look at the buildings in the city, you see development. When you look at churches, many years ago, the churches were operating in papyrus makeshift buildings. Now churches have been built. But while all this development takes place, are our hearts continuing to pursue God? We want people to be happy. We want people to enjoy themselves. We need people to, to, to be told about development, to be told about hard work, to be told about success. Praise the Lord. We are living in the last days where the heart of man is getting far and farther away from God. We are living in days now where pressure is mounting on people. Pressure to work hard. To meet ends. Or to make ends meet. Children are going back to school. There could be so many people. They do not have school fees. And so you see the need to work. But in all these, where is God? What is the place of God? What is the heart of God? As a church, should we become a social club where we only talk about social issues? All should God be our God? Should God be our everything? God here speaks and he says, wait a minute, I remember you. I remember you. The kindness of your youth, the betrayal. 
the love of your betrayer. Oh, and you got Revelation chapter 2. No, and he says, I know your works. I, I know your labor. I know your effort. But I have something against you. And that is, you've lost your first love. When you went after me, you went after me. Today, people would say, I'm going to church. But they are looking at this building. It's just a building. That fear of God is long gone. That heart of saying, let me run. Now, we have all the excuses of Doing all the shows at home. Doing everything that we need to do. And God comes in last. And we don't care. Serving everyone we have to serve. And God comes in last. And we do not care. Today, we can be in church. And we are not flowing with each other. And we do not care. Today, we can walk away from truth and we pursue our own truth, which is not the truth of the gospel, which is not the true God. And we do not care. Why? Because of this pursuit for peace, the pursuit of being cared for, the pursuit of being loved, Love, the pursuit of belonging. Hallelujah. And we do all those things minus God. Minus that heart that longs for him. That desires him. I pray God does not take Uganda back to turmoil. I pray that wars would not overtake Uganda again so that we can seek God so that we can turn to him. I pray that amidst your success there is God and Longing after God, running after Him, going after Him. I pray amid this your busy schedule, your heart will be going after God. Amen. Amid this handling children and, and, and everything around you. You will be going after God. This is what he said when you went after me. What is God saying today? He says, go after me. Go after me. Go after me. When you look into the church, married people, those who are not married, they look at those who are married and say, those are right. I wish I could be like so and so. And those who seem to be 
arriving or to have arrived. They are married, but they have forsaken the Lord because they are just enjoying. They are no longer running after God. It's about my wife, my husband. It's about everyone's interest. Where are the interests of God? Where are the desires of God? Even those whom he called to serve him, they walked away from ministry because of something that he gave them. Places that they arrived and now they are no longer running after him. He says, when you went after me in the wilderness, in, the, in a land not sown, should we go back there where there is nothing? Should we go back there where there is no money and say, oh, we need God. Why? There is no money. As church develops, in different areas, the heart to pursue God needs to be maintained. Needs to be maintained. You find some people who say, you people talk about seeking God only. You do not go out. You find some people who say those, those things of seeking God they should, you should not just spend your time saying that you are seeking God. Go out and preach the gospel. Go out and win souls. Ladies and gentlemen, whatever we do as children of God must be out of running after God, out of a heart that pursues God. And even when we do what we do, this heart of running after God must be maintained. It must be maintained because it is our life. That's why he created nations. That's why he made people that they should go after him. He says, Israel, Israel was holiness to the Lord. The first fruits of his increase. All that divide him will offend. Disaster will come upon them, says the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord, O house of Jacob, and all the families of the house of Israel. Thus saith the Lord, what injustice have your fathers found in me that they have gone far from me, have followed idols, and have become idolaters. Neither did they say, where is the Lord? Who brought us up out of the land of Egypt? Who led us from the wilderness? Through a land of deserts and pits. Through a land of drought and a shadow of death. Through a land that no one crossed and where no one God desires 
to see that heart that says, where is God? Where is God? He speaks to the priest here. He says, people no longer say, where is God? In verse 8, he says, the priest did not say, where is God? In other words, people go to a point where they follow their own mind, their own intellect. They follow systems. They follow what people want. They follow what the world wants. Hallelujah. Where is God? Hallelujah. You come to verse 13 and God pours out his heart and he says, for my people have committed to evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters and hewn themselves cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. Ladies and gentlemen, forsaking God in the middle of peace and success, many times is undetectable. Detectable. Because there could be a heart that turns to God because of challenges. And that's why people used to say, why do I get saved? Have I run out of money? Am I in problems? Do I have challenges? Have I lost my mind? Why? Because people associated the pursuit for God and going to church. People associated it to lack. To Poverty or to a failed life. A failed life. Amen. Amen. And so people were looked at, those who see God, as those who are not educated. Because they have nothing. And so because they have nothing, so they resort to praying or to seeking God. Ladies and gentlemen, they a God, the God that created man, a God that created the heaven and the earth. It is this same God that created nations, the God that says that nations should seek him, that people should long for him, they should grope for him and and find him. And find him. As you work daily, is there a heart in you that longs for God? That runs after God? What do you see? More capital in my business. Promotion. More clients. Nature has that desire of more. No, the natural nature. That desire of more. More. More money. If I hit 
my target. I will have a ride. If I ever get 50,000, that will be enough for me. You get it as soon as you reach there. If I ever get a million shillings, and your heart reaches there, and you work so hard, and you reach there, and this evil nature shows up, if I ever get 10 million, if I ever save this kind of money, you save it and you reach there. If I ever get this kind of money, if I ever get this kind of car and you look at the church today and you find many that have been captured by a craving heart a covetous spirit covetousness and they do not know that this is an evil spirit that has gripped me you covet for everything and you go for everything there is that lack of contentment because we do not have God because our hearts are far from God they are far from God. So you sit down and you say, I wish I could get that. You get it. And then you go on and say, I wish I could get that. You get it. I wish I could get this kind of plot. You get it. And then you desire for more. You see something bigger. Ladies and gentlemen, being blessed is of God. It is godly. Increase is godly, but increase without the pursuit for God will lead to death. It is a spirit of covetousness. It is a spirit of lack of contentment in God and causes people to dig Sisters that can hold no water. This is the world we live in today. In a world full of pressure. And at times the pressure is genuine. Genuine. Yes, you need to pay rent. You need to pay school fees. You need to go to that higher position. All those things are genuine. But where is God? Where is the place of God? Hallelujah. There are things that we need to fight in these last days. As the Bible says in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 1 But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, Slanderers without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, naughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Lovers of pleasure. 
You hear people say, salvation is boring. Church is boring. What people are looking for? They are looking for entertainment. Pleasures that rise with the last days. And people get gripped by all these difficult things that the Bible talks about that will come in the last days. You hear young people today, I am bored. What does that mean? They want to watch TV. They want to watch movies. They want to be on the phone to play games. And they say, I'm bored. But where is God? It's because their hearts are empty. Amen. Amen. They are empty. And because they are empty, they are not pursuing God, so they've surrendered to the pleasures that come with these last days. And not only young people, even the older people, it's just that some older people, they are just busy with their work. But once work is done there, this desire for pleasure will rise. We rise, ladies and gentlemen. God is saying, I remember you. I remember you when you went after me in the wilderness. Praise the Lord. As I come to a conclusion, this year, this month, yes, there is need to settle down. There's need to make personal plans and family plans family and all that. But ladies and gentlemen, God is saying, let your heart come back and run after me. Let your heart run after me. It can be out of a group. It can be out of church programs and all that. But most especially, your individual pursuit of God. Your individual longing for God. There is life in seeking Him. He says, seek me and live. So your life is within what He describes as life. Not what man describes as life. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You can be lonely in marriage. You are married, but you are lonely. And you are believer. Why? You don't have God. You are not pursuing God. Amen. Amen. You can be in marriage, but you are seeking for love from outside and putting a demand on others. Because you want to satisfy a desire in you. And moreover, it is God who is supposed to be there. Because God is not in his place. The flesh takes over and rules. Ladies and gentlemen, Believers need to rise in these last days and turn to God.
and turn to God and pursue God and long for him and seek his face. He says in his word, I know, I know, I know you. I know you. Do not only remind God of his promises. Let God remind you of where you ought to be in him. Stand up on your feet. These days, the hard heart is very common. The hard heart. You can talk to someone today. Someone can come and say, I need counsel. And you give them godly counsel. And they will not be satisfied. Because they are looking for something else. They're looking for concurring with their fallen nature. And they are not admitting. Today, Believers can have disagreements. And you sit down and you hear from one. And later you hear from another. And one says so and so is lying. And the other one also so and so is lying. And you hear from this one, it's like the truth. And then you hear from the other and it's like the truth. And then you're like, Lord, what is it? And at times you want to be like Solomon. He says, okay. You two women are crying for this Give me a knife. Let me cut this child into two. And at times you want to see that. But then you are like, no. Where is the Holy Spirit? Who convicts man? Where is conviction here? Where is brokenness? Ladies and gentlemen, we need God. We need his presence. We need his glory. We need the fear of God back into our hearts. Praise the Lord. Don't wait for your neighbor. Don't wait for the pastor. Don't wait for everyone. But you. Don't wait for that major retreat. In a year that you planned that this year I plan to go away I'll put everything aside and I go away and that time comes and you find you are more caught up in many things and you don't have the time ladies and gentlemen let us recognize those simple steps of obedience to God that eventually bring you back to God that cause you to say Lord you are my everything and you eventually see that heart where God says, you used to go after me. And you see yourself going after God. And a simple word from God touches your heart 
deeply. You become so sensitive. So sensitive. You sense his coming to you. You sense his leading. You follow accordingly. When the heart is not there, it takes you so long. It can take someone to talk and talk and talk and they can quote scriptures and quote scriptures. But at the end of it all, still it is a no. Why? The Hearts are far from God. Yes, we can worship. Yes, we can sing in church. Yes, we can pray. But does God reach you? Does God reach your heart? Does God send you? Do you hear that voice that says, Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? In this season, let there be a heart that says, Father, I am here. I long for you. I desire you. Be my everything. Lift your voice and talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to him. the primary source of your peace, the primary source of your guidance. He wants once again to be the primary source of your security, the primary source of your protection. If he is done if he does not guard the city, those that keep the city keep it vain. If he does not build, those that build, build in vain. He wants to take away that heart of vanity. Lift up your voice and talk to him. Yes, he desires to reach you. He desires that once again you'll get to a point where you spent two hours before him, where you spent three hours before him, and you still enjoy it. And you still enjoy him. He desires to bring you back to that place where David said, I was glad when they told told me, let us run to the house of God. He wants to restore that heart, that desire, that longing to be in his house, a house of prayer. He desired. Jesus, Jesus, 
Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Yes, as you pray, I will read this verse again. Jeremiah 2. Go and cry in the hearing of Jerusalem. The Lord says today, go and cry in the hearing of my people. Go and cry in the hearing of Uganda. Go and cry in the hearing of Africa. I remember you, the kindness of your youth the love of your betrayal when you went after me in the wilderness in a land not sown God is speaking to the church in Uganda yes I remember you I remember in the difficult times in the days of war when you went after me when you cried in the days of famine in the days of sickness and disease in the days of love I remember you when you went to the mountains when you went to the, to the forest when you went and spent hours and hours and hours before me just seeking my face I remember you now that you have peace now that you have food your hearts have turned away remember 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 Let your heart connect with his heart. Let him touch you. Yes, if you're now the money could be there. The people could be there. But where is the heart? The connections could be there. The mission field could be there. But where is that going after God? He says, I remember when you went after me. Go after God. Go after God. Grow for him. Grope for him. Grope for him. Families. Family. Young people. Grope for him. Leaders. Grope for him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Just lift up one, your hands one more time. Just, just lift up your hands just one more time. And repeat these words. Say, Father God. Father God. Father God, Father God, birth in me, birth in me a, heart a heart that runs after you. Runs after you. 
Spirit of God, may the Lord stir up hearts that run after Him, that long for Him. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we commit this week into your hands. Draw your people. Draw the church. Draw the church in Uganda. Draw the church in Africa. Draw the church in Asia. Draw the church in the nations. Father. Father. Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 16. Thus says the Lord, stand in the ways and see. And ask for the old paths, where the old way is, and walk in it. Then you'll find rest for your soul. But they said, we will not walk also I said watchmen over you say listen, listen to the sound of the trumpet but they said we will not listen we are in a time of we are in the 
valley of decisions. A valley of decisions. And the Lord says, pause. 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 Stand at those spiritual crossroads and ask for the old parts that you may walk therein. Don't say no. Don't say no. Because he says, then you'll find rest for your souls. Rest for your souls. Seek the Lord and leave. God wants to become again the primary source of joy. The primary source of peace. The primary source of provision. The primary source of protection. Say yes. Say yes to him. Say yes to his leading in this season. Amen. Amen. May God bless you. You may get a hold of your offering. Father, we thank you. Lord, we worship you. You may be Jesus. If you're living in a in a busy world, it's not easy to take time and wait on the Lord. It takes a heart that is broken. A heart that says it doesn't matter what I lose. I want my God. I want Him. Dig those wells bit by bit. Step by step. Dig those wells. Let's be open to him. May God bless you. May God watch over you. May God find a place to rest in you. That through you he will reach out. You reach out through you to your family, to your workmates, neighbors, those in the church. He will use you as his mouth, as his feet, as his hands. May God be with you.